Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. What's up, an Educated Duo podcast fam? My name is Pablo. And I'm Gerald. Today we got special guest Victor with us. Sheesh. Oh, Thanks for having me. <laughs> uh, I just like to throw a shout out to Damien for that. Thank you. Fuck you, Damien. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, sheesh man. thing, bro, I don't get it. Like, what made it popular? What was the initial video? I don't know, but I guess it has something to do with cocaine or something or shooting mm, up. No, it has something to do with, like, it's like, it's like a hype thing, like... People yeah, post like, like you're so icy well, or something. It's well, like, I know it's a hype thing now, but like, is that how it started too? It was like a hype thing. That's the first video I saw it in. It's yeah, like when it one of your when one of your boys walks in the room. She she she. Yeah, because my little brother did it, and he like put his hand to his vein, and he's like, "I was like, what's that?" And he's like, "It's because I got ice in my veins." Yeah, yeah, exactly. That, ice. That's what I mean. But we, ice is like drugs, right? I, I think mean, it just means like you're cold hearted. Oh, okay. Something like that. And that's what they say like about athletes who like. Do some crazy They're, ass shit. Like clutch and yeah, stuff. Yeah, clutch as fuck. It's like uh, ice in the veins, bro. Yeah, I'm probably just living in a unsheltered world. All right, well, we start all our episodes with the one gotta go. And this time we're doing struggle foods. And we're talking about the foods that are cheap as fuck, that you always have in your fridge, and that you eat when you don't got anything else that's better. Right? And we thought of four. The four that we have are hot dogs, Cornflakes, the regular ass cornflakes, you know, the bland ones. We're not talking frosted flakes. Then you got ramen, a bag or cup form, I guess, whichever one your family bought. And then the bologna sandwich. Iconic. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, bologna ham, I guess, but like, I think most of the time it was bologna, right? For me, anyway. Oh, yeah. Who wants to go first? I'll let Victor go first. Yeah, guess first, man. Okay, perfect. Well, uh, the first one on the board that I'm going to keep is going to be bagged ramen. Mm-hmm. All right. Bagged ramen was the shit growing up. And you could add so many things to it to, like, enhance the flavor. And, like, you know, like, I would cook the beef ones. I really like the beef ones. Oh, the beef and one's just, trash. The beef one's the best one. I was so shocked to find out today that you don't like the shrimp. The shrimp one's good, right? I'm I like hate. Shocked. I hate. Oh, I don't hate, but I dislike the shrimp one. You're like, most. I throw that shit out, and I'm like, I dump all what? the shrimp out well, that bitch. So you're a bag not cup guy, right? Yeah, I'm. A, I'm also. I've a always bag preferred guy. the cup. That's kind of funny too. You're like all the shrimp, and there's like two pieces of shrimp. There's like two. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst part of it. Yeah, so. But I've always preferred the cup over the bag. I like the cup a lot better too. Which, ironically, you're not even supposed to microwave. It literally says on the yeah, you're not. You're supposed to add like hot water. Yeah, probably because it's a styrofoam or. But who the fuck cooks it like that? I don't know anybody that cooks it like that. I'm gonna tell you right now, though, bro. So like, I've never done it, right? I've always just put it in the microwave. But then when I started taking cup noodles to work, sometimes we have like a coffee maker, and I would just pour the hot coffee water in there to cook it like how it says on the fucking thing. It's convenient as hell. It tastes so much better. (laughs) (laughs) Like it just—it's so much better. That's weird. But I'm also not going to do it at home. I'm not going out of my way to boil water, bro. I'm putting that shit in the microwave. Yeah, so no, I'm, a, I'm definitely a beef bad guy. And so, right. I'm like, yeah, you can spice that shit up. Put some fucking pepper in that bitch. Some cayenne pepper. Fucking 
Throw some fucking ribeye. Paprika. <laughs> pa- paprika. Throw some paprika. Some fucking hey, they're ribeye. cheap as fuck, too. You, the bag ones, you're talking like 30 cents. Oh, yeah. You can you're buy paying a, like three, four bucks for like a, a box whole pack. of the cup ones, too. Yeah, but you're getting way... The bag ones, I think you can get more. I think they're cheaper. Yeah, but I feel like they're uh, not rubbery. They're like softer. It's weird. Never had them. Yeah, oh, when yeah. you boil them, yeah. The noodles yeah, get like way, way softer. they're softer yeah. than the cups. So overall, yeah, just bag. So I'm keeping, yeah, ramen noodles first. Ramen you got, noodle you got a moment one? where like... Number one. What's up? That's what you guys always had at your house was the ramen? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel uh, like any household, really. I remember growing up, yeah, all we had. It's so cheap. All the time. That's always noodles. the thing that lasts, right? It's like you're out of food. It's like, what do I eat now? The fucking ramen, bro. Yeah, after you ate like the pizza rolls and pizza bagels and shit. <laughs> yeah, after all the good shit was gone <laughs> and your mom hasn't gone to the store yet. <laughs> it's like ramen. Mm-hmm. Ramen, yeah. I accept that as your number one answer. Uh, thank you for your approval, sir. <laughs> thank you, Gerald. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go second. All right, so first one off the board for me is hot dogs, right? And I don't know if this is because of the way I grew up or something, but like, so my mom just started recently, the last couple of years, buying like the very, the hundred percent beef, like the good hot dogs, you know, the four or five dollar ones. Yeah, yeah. And I don't fucking like them, dude. Like they're all right, but like I prefer the dollar pack. Like the dollar ninety nine pack of hot dogs. That makes sense. A bar C type guy. (laughs) You you're a live life on the edge kind of guy, you know, because you don't know what's in there. Well, I also think it's because like I was, (laughs) you know, you're raised eating that kind of hot dog, so like that's what I expect as a taste when I eat that type of food, I guess. Because when she bought the the better ones, technically, I was like, these fucking suck, bro. I like them. Although all beef ones are really good. I don't know. It's just like it's like a texture thing for me, and it actually feels like meat. Yeah. Like. The hot dogs that are, like, all mixed, which I like both, actually, but they feel, like, more, like, slimy or, like, I, I can't even explain it, bro. Yeah, I feel like I can taste, like, the... The liver and the fucking... No, no, no. <laughs> Stomach and shit? No, no. Like, I can taste, like, the quality of, like, the hot dog. Like a beef hot dog. Like a yeah. Bar C hot dog that you get in, like, a $2 pack is, like, flimsy. There's that's no the snap fucking, to that's it. That's my shit, bro. I like but I get, I get what you're saying. It, I, oh, it's yeah. probably, like, a nostalgia thing for you, too. Cause Maybe, yeah, because I've always... I like them. So hot dogs, number one, bro. And I think it's because even though it's like a struggle food, you know, it's definitely cheap as fuck. And one of those things you eat when like you got nothing, Mm -hmm. it can be made fucking amazing. Like you can put that shit in like on a grill, you know, get like a actual grilled hot dog with like the char on it and shit. Yeah. yeah. And those are fucking amazing. doesn't matter what kind of hot dog you use. They come out pretty good. Yeah. Anything on the grill is like, it's so much better. What do you do for like toppings? (laughs) Nothing. I used to put mayonnaise in them a lot. I was gonna say, what kind of question is that, bro? You know, I don't. Oh, really, you're, I, don't I forgot really, this guy yeah. was a plain guy. I don't <laughs> fuck with condiments, dude. I don't like the texture of condiments <laughs> in my mouth. The only ones that I can like tolerate are like mayonnaise, because I like putting mayonnaise on shit, and that's pretty much it. I don't like ketchup or mustard, none of that crap. Shocking. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not shocked, but yeah, man. So we got ramen and fucking hot dog throw number one too. Hot dogs are the shit, dude, and yeah. you get so many like. You're buying a pack of eight for a dollar, and then what's the bread cost you? Like a dollar if you buy the the cheap one, you know? Yeah, it's true. That is struggle food. Two bucks, and you got fucking meals for a week. True. Yeah, at least three days. Three hot dogs, three hot dogs, and then two hot dogs. (laughs) Yeah, right on, man. So um, I'm going to go now. My number one is going to be ramen. Ramen number one? Yeah, and it's got to be the cup of noodle. Um, I really like the shrimp. I've never really deviated from the shrimp with, like, lime and chili. Is there a specific brand? Do you like the cup noodles or the maruchan? The maruchan. I've never even noticed there was a difference. What the fuck? There is. Yeah, the what cup, the f- 
the I cups. Don't know. Oh yeah, definitely. When you're in the struggle, you don't really notice, you know. <laughs> yeah, but like your parents tend to buy one more than the other. Yeah, right? I think it's the Maruchan if I'm if I'm thinking right, but yeah, I mean it's just a go to food. When we were all sick with COVID, we were like eating ramen. Like I don't know why. It's just like comforting, you know? It's like a soup, literally. And uh yeah, ramen's like such a big part of like anime culture in general. Like animes? And, yeah, and I've been more into anime as I gotten older. And uh it's just crazy to see all the different types of ramens like you just add like a boiled egg and it's still like considered a cheap ass meal because how much does an egg cost? Like five cents, you know? Yeah. Fucking boil that bitch, cut it in half, throw it in your ramen. Um, even if we have like meats from like the day before, I'll fucking throw that bitch in my ramen as an adult. All right. It's still a cheap ass meal, you know, because you, you don't know. Maybe that shit's going to go to waste and you're going to end up Well, that's true of the hot dog then because I didn't even think about it. You Hot dogs with eggs? Scrambled eggs oh, with hot dogs yeah. in it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I was like, hot dogs with ramen? What the fuck? No, hot dogs with like a... Like scrambled eggs with yeah, like hot yeah. dogs in oh, it. Oh yeah, that's really good. That's fucking the shit. And I you're talking like a dollar. That's versatile. That. <laughs> yeah, but ramen just overall. I mean, like I said, I haven't really tried the other flavors. If I had to go with the second flavor, it would probably be chicken, because that's the only other one that I really remember trying. Wow. Yeah, but the beef. I don't know. <laughs> it just Crazy. the beef just looks like a turd when it's like even just sitting there because it's like in a brown bag, you know, and shit. I don't know. It's weird. It tastes like gold, though. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's, everybody's got their favorite kind, bro. True. Yeah, but yeah, That's I'm going to go ramen number one with some fucking lime and tapatio. You got a fucking meal. That's true. Sweet. Well, then, I think number two for me coming off coming off as I'm keeping it is going to be hot dogs. Uh, hot dogs was just like a huge staple I remember growing up. Like when I'd come home from like one of my practices after high school or like even in middle school. And there was nothing else in the fridge. I could always fucking count on there being a fucking bag of Barcy hot dogs and, and like hot dog bread. Is Barcy a brand or are you ranking the hot dogs? No, it's no, a Barcy. It's, it's, it's a brand. And oh, it's okay. like the cheapest brand that I know. And yeah, it's like that. a dollar for six when pack. Was, uh, see, when you were saying Barcy, I was like, is this dude just calling it like a C average fucking food? No, no, Actually, no. it's an eight pack. Yeah, eight pack. It's, yeah, it comes in an eight pack. Yeah, yeah. They're the ones with the red top, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That you can't even really reclose so they kind of get dry if you don't put them in another bag. Exactly. So I could come home after practice from football and devour like four of those motherfuckers Fuck yeah, yeah dude. dude and it would be great it was the would, best thing ever to just throw those in the microwave hey, you know let them open up and shit yeah, yeah. Some, some, there's something about like you know how some people put that shit in there and like they only microwave it to where it gets hot but when yeah. you put it in there extra time and it, it starts, starts to like to break it. apart it that's when it's the best bro which is weird because now as i'm older like i've seen people boil them and i boil man. them uh, i don't know why you boil them i've yeah, never I, liked, I boil them now. i've never liked boiling them yeah but it keeps it it Puts like a nasty taste in my mouth. Yeah, I feel like afterwards. in order of badassness, it goes on the grill, in the microwave, boiled. Boiled. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I mean, when you're cooking a bunch of them, it's just way easier to do that. I don't know. Probably yes. too. So I feel like it was just a staple growing up, and I'm a pretty simple guy when it comes to like toppings too. I'll go like mayonnaise, you know, mustard, ketchup. On a hot dog. That's my hot dog. I'd never understood people that have like sauerkraut and shit on there. It's like, that's gross. It's gross to me. Sauerkraut? You've seen those, right? Like, yeah, yeah. And like sure. pickles and shit. Like what? <laughs> yeah. What? Like, <laughs> weird, weird story. So Eddie one time dogs. we were at a party, bro. Okay. We were really little. I don't know if you were there, but I think we, I'm pretty sure we were both there. And so they have hot dogs at the party. And I'm like over here putting mayonnaise on my hot dog. These fucking kids start looking at me all weird. Like, ew, what the fuck? And then the kid tells his dad, why is he putting mayonnaise on his hot dog, Dan? And I was like. The fuck you talking about? Why am I putting 
And then these fools started putting sour cream on it instead. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. That was weird. Yeah. I don't remember that. Difference, bro. They were looking at me all weird for putting mayonnaise on my hot dog, and they were over there putting like sour cream. I was like, what the? Well, fuck? I don't think mayonnaise is used as much. Uh, like the way that Mexican people use it, right? Like people. No, no, they were Mexican corn and mayonnaise, you know? Yeah. Really, Mexican kid? Didn't yeah, it no was mayonnaise? a brown ass kid, bro. Yeah, it was weird. That's that fucking, sounds that's like, like some Caucasian shit. That's like right eating there. a torta with no mayonnaise in it. Yeah. Well, I don't think that's too weird because you put like some beans or something and salsa. Yeah, but a lot of people use it as like the first, like you know, layer. layer. Yeah, yeah, to layer it. Yeah, yeah. No, I just thought that was a weird thing with the whole hot dog thing, and I was like, that is super weird. The fuck! I've never seen anybody since then ever put sour cream on a hot dog. It's like a base, yeah. So yeah, hot dogs number two for me. Right on, man. Again, okay, okay. He approves. I approve. Yeah, he I does. Approve. Yeah, he approves. Him. All right. <laughs> he, so, so he gave me the nod. I am <laughs> fucking torn. I think for my second one, I'm I've got to go ramen. And my preferred ramen is the spicy shrimp one. You know how like they started adding spices and shit to them. So there's like the spicy one with lemon, and then there's the one that's already spicy. Yeah, I prefer just the spicy because when they add the lemon, the way they do it, it doesn't ever taste right. Like I don't like the hot Cheetos with lemon either. I feel like they taste weird. Not the same if you put your own lemon in it. I get what you're saying. Yeah, but I think anybody that gets those with the lime on them, they still add lime too. Yeah, probably. Yeah, there's no fucking way. But I get the spicy fucking maruchan fucking ramen because that's the shit. I even fucking threw a fit the other day because I went to Walmart and they had that. They stopped <laughs> selling it, dude. Just that vegan ass. They got some panda signature vegan ass fucking noodles bullshit that mm. i didn't want but i gotta go ramen number two it's like i don't know it comes with its own cup dude it's just it's already set up there's something about it. it's so simple you just fucking open it put water put it in like there's no what's the word i'm looking here for here there's preparation not, there's no yeah, prep there's, time there's, dude like you just <laughs> yeah, fucking stick it in no the microwave time. and then you don't even clean the microwave you know how it makes a mess in there like they spill over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't you don't remember. clean that up. I mean, I do now as an adult. I remember as a, <laughs> okay. I remember I was, as a kid, like let's I go just, check the microwave right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember as a kid, I would just leave it all in there and then be like, all right, somebody else will get that shit. My, my mom will clean that later. I'm pretty yeah. sure Pablo used to do that in my house. <laughs> nah. Just leave it. It was definitely Victor. <laughs> yeah, dude. But ramen is like, it's so legendary, dude. So easy and like, I don't know. You can get you get fucking twelve for like three bucks. Yeah, I love ramen. It's a fucking bargain, such a deal, dude. yeah. I love ramen. I've tried. So you know how when you go to like a store and they got all the ramen brands and shit. I tried buying one of the big bowls, like the ones that are like the bigger bowls and shit. That shit was fucking gross. I remember getting it. And it had like this weird like sauce, sauce to it, and I was like, Yeah, I don't know. I think it's just weird. Oh, I've had that before. Yeah, those are gross. Yeah, I, like I don't stray from like Maruchan. But yeah, but it was also more expensive, right? So I paid like three bucks for that thing, and I was all like, "Am I just like It'd used be to better. the cheapest version of something?" It's not yeah. even like you're getting more of a portion either. It's like the same shit, you know? Because you open that bitch up, and like it's mostly air. It's yeah, just it's, different it's in a, Yeah, it's in, a, it's in a square, just like the bag one would be. But it's actually, just in a bowl. Our mm-hmm. mom gets that shit all the time. Those bigger ones. Yeah, and there yeah. are some that are good, but I mean, so is the, so is Larissa, right? If if something's not broken, why fix it? You know, it's kind of well. I get how like ramen. Okay, so we're talking struggle food. So obviously, we mean the cheapest form of it, right? But like, you can get some fancy ass ramen. Like, you can go pay ten bucks at like a place and get like the bowl with the like slices of ham in it and the fucking. You mean at, like a sit down place? Yeah, yeah, and like the yeah, hard boiled like, egg. That's like all the faux places are. Right? Like a legit bowl of ramen. Nah, faux is different. Yeah, uh, different. sorry, faux. It's like a legit bowl of ramen. And that yeah. shit's bomb too. But I don't know if there's even any ramen places around here. There is one. There's there's some, but I don't think they're like as legit, you know, because like when you see it in like animes and shit, it looks 
It's fucking amazing. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> like if you had it in Japan, my friend yeah. fucking Johnny and Diego, they had ramen like in Japan, Japan. So like, you know, they got the real shit. Yeah. So nothing's probably ever the same ever again, you know? Probably not. From unless you source. go to, unless there's a Japanese restaurant around here where you can get you it. You go to like Little China in California. Yeah. I highly doubt it. Little China? Little Chinatown. I don't think Chinese, I don't think it's Chinese. Well, it might be. It's Chinese. Well, I mean, it's kind of like Asian. Like, yeah. It's like, like they I call it Little Asian. Chinatown, but usually it's like all Asian cultures. All right. All right. I'm taking ramen number two, bro. What are you What are you taking number two? Right on, man. So my number two has got to be cornflakes. Uh, this uh, is sugarless cornflakes. Sugarless, with yeah. The but you add the, the uh, sugar. Yeah, you add the sugar. Yeah. Like I don't know why, but it was such a struggle to get the frosted flakes, man. <laughs> 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 you had to add your own sugar, and then I throw some banana in that bitch. Yes, and dude, the banana, nothing like bro. It, bro. Well, everybody we knew growing up had fucking cornflakes in there, you know, in their pantry. Everybody, yeah, for some everybody reason. Dude. And I feel like when I was in high school, like, that was my go-to food after practice was I'd get a fucking bowl of cornflakes with some banana, cold-ass milk, and I'd add some spoonfuls of sugar, you know. Yeah, cornflakes and cakes, like right? Cakes is where you also kicks. add the sugar. Yeah. No, I never added sugar to cakes. I thought they tasted fine just uh, how they were. I always did shit. But, um, <laughs> yeah, me either. But yeah, that the cornflakes, man. I don't know why they probably put some hormones or something in that milk that made me want to crave it after like a hot ass day of playing football. And my dad, my dad loves that shit, dude. He loves regular cornflakes. Like he loves frosted flakes now, but cornflakes, yeah. I mean, that's what we had. So that's, that's where what that's we where we learned it from. Fucking yeah, putting He's sugar, the one the sugar, putting in sugar and bananas in it was his. Yeah, was that's fucking, that's where we got it from. Yeah, I yeah it was got so it from crazy. My mom too. And now even yeah. like now, I guess we've kind of. We're middle class, so we get frosted flakes, you know? <laughs> so yeah. my kids don't know the struggle. But for some reason, the cornflakes always find themselves into our pantry. You know, it's weird. Like, we still have cornflakes now to this day. I have cornflakes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, why I the don't. fuck would anybody buy it? You know, it's like flavorless, but then it's... There was no reason I should have I think, bought the cornflakes that day. I think <laughs> like a, They're just there. Like, I would rather eat Raisin Bran for some reason. Because, I mean, at least that comes with the, with the fucking uh, raisins and shit, you know, but... No, cornflakes is definitely my number two. Um, the nostalgia of it, like my dad, I'm pretty sure my dad's the one that showed me that shit, you know? Yeah, for sure. And I feel like it's like a Mexican thing to do that. I don't know if other people do that, but it, it really does seem like a Mexican thing to do. So cornflakes number two, I fuck with the rooster, fuck Tony the tiger, at least back then. <laughs> <laughs> so you got two left. Two left. Yeah. I've got cornflakes and the bologna sandwich. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, the nostalgia of the cornflakes, man, it's there. Right. It's there, and it's, it's very freaking memorable. So, um, For a, such a shitty company to survive, too, because, like, obviously it's Kellogg's, but that brand, you know? Yeah. Of, like, flavorless cereal. Well, yeah, shit, no, cornflakes. Like, like, it's got to be doing something right. Cornflakes no. by themselves. Old people get raisin bran, dude. Yeah, cornflakes by themselves, garbage. Mm, they're pretty ass. They're flavorless. Yeah. They're like their ass. But even ass. how much is a thing of sugar? You know, you get like a whole pound for like a dollar. No, exactly. I'm yeah. exactly. I'm saying just like cornflakes by themselves, though. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like that's struggle food through and through. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. that, that's the whole thing with struggle food. You know, is that you add to it. Yeah. Because yeah. like even with like when he was talking about hot dogs, like I used to throw a piece of craft cheese on that bitch, and just make it like a up up upper class like sort of fucking or roll or you roll like a piece of bacon around it or something yeah, no, that's yeah. too much around you never did that on the grill i used to do that on the grill no oh, it's yeah, good too, but yeah. i don't think that's Super struggle good. bro maybe not bacon's maybe a piece of ham <laughs> <wrapped around laughs> it. and then i've got the bologna sandwich yeah which you know 
another freaking staple of like struggle food right there. I fucking like, love bologna. Bologna is like what a dollar a pack. I don't know, but it's fucking awesome. It's cheap as hell. <laughs> a loaf of bread's a dollar. The freaking cheese, the craft cheese that you'd buy is probably the most expensive part of the sandwich. <laughs> And uh, you used to only fuck with like Oscar Mayer ba- uh, bologna, right? Me, yeah. You don't yeah. like like that bar S. Never like even bought red. it. I've never even tried it. Cause that's so cheap, bro. That's like our, that's struggle. Our struggle. shit has always been the fucking. We get the Oscar <laughs> Mayer. I'd open that shit up and I'd eat it without even bread. It wasn't even a yeah, sandwich. Yeah, I remember it was that shit. Fucking bologna. <laughs> you used to bite holes in that shit. I don't know why. I don't even know what's in that shit. <laughs> I don't know what. It's like hot dogs. Is. It's literally made like hot dogs, basically. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Well, some of them like they'll have like key ingredients. So like if you look on one, it'll say like chicken and something but then the rest of it is just the mix of yeah yeah so like i've never known what what really goes into bologna (laughs) but that's a negative but it's yeah that's a negative for me yeah but like overall i love the taste so so what are you taking what's i think i'm gonna keep i think i'm gonna keep he's in deep thought guys i'm gonna keep the (laughs) cornflakes that's a hard decision for me but yeah i'm gonna keep the cornflakes because it just brings back the nostalgia I I mean, it tastes good when you add all the stuff to it, but if I were just to judge it by itself, I probably would have taken the bologna sandwich. But but I'm gonna go cornflakes on this one. But I mean, I think I think it, like I said before, you know, struggle food is all about like making it better than it really is, you know, because like they could probably just like the noodles you said, you know, you have to add this flavor seasoning to it. Plus, you can add other stuff to it, you know, that you have around the house or whatever. Uh huh. So right. yeah, right on, man. So I you think- got rid of. The bologna the, sandwich? Yeah, I got rid of the bologna sandwich. Damn. Damn. All right, so I've got cornflakes and the bologna sandwich left. Pros, cons, how I feel. The cereal, it's true, bro. You fucking, when you put sugar in there and you mix it around, you know, and then there's always that extra fucking clump of sugar at the bottom. So, you know, you get the spoonful and then you got to dig into the bottom of the bowl to pull out the <laughs> chunk Shit's of sugar. so bad for us. <laughs> it is fucking delicious, though. It and, is. And it's honestly the only way to make cornflakes good. Like, if you had cornflakes and no sugar, you're not eating the cornflakes. No. Like, yeah, there's no fucking way. Yeah, you're down yeah. bad if you and have then, just cornflakes. And then almost, <laughs> almost any other cereal, like if there's no milk, you'll still pull the box out and just start eating out of the box, like snack, right? But you won't do that shit with cornflakes. No, there's no flavor. There's no flavor, dude. And then bologna sandwiches. So as a kid, whoa, bologna was my shit. I just saw a glimmer in your eyes, bro, when you were talking about bologna. I <laughs> love bologna, dude. As a kid, like, I swear, you know what my, uh, when you eat it, I don't know if people ever notice, but like, it's always got like that. The film around it. The like, film around the edge yeah, of it. Yeah. Like they do with like hot dogs, you know, like they got like the, it's like a plastic like film. A casing. With it's like a casing. One? Everything had like a casing. I didn't know that. That's oh, weird. Yeah. You could buy it without the casing, obviously, but it was always the on cheapest, the edge. Yeah, the cheapest one was the one with it. So. Yeah, on the but edge. I don't think he ever bought Barres. He always bought Oscar Mayer. I didn't know that had the casing. Yeah, it had a little casing yeah. on the side. But, like, go-to way to fucking eat that shit, dude. You fucking peel it from one side, and then you start. it turns into, like, a spiral. You know, you, like, spiral it out, <laughs> kind of like fucking a fruit roll-up of bologna. I never fucked what with my bologna. Fuck? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's how I ate that shit. I remember you used to always fuck with bologna, though. <laughs> and, oh, man, it was so good. And I never even, to be honest, I would never use bread. I would never turn it into a whole sandwich. I would just grab the whole pack of bologna, eat like seven of them, put the pack of bologna back, come in the next day, eat another seven, and that's it. And my mom would buy bologna just for me because no one else in the house even fucked with bologna. I remember coming over to your house as like a kid, and like the one thing I could count on was you guys always having bologna. <laughs> Bologna's the shit, dude. So like out of the two, while I have a lot of like nostalgia for cornflakes, 
I don't think I would ever buy them now. I'm not going through the fucking let me add sugar to something. I'm not trying to add to something. I'm trying to eat it as it is. So cornflakes are out for me, and I'm keeping the bologna sandwich, and I don't even need the bread. I could subtract from this and still be fucking happy because bologna was my shit. I loved it. People always fucking people. Do you know how people give you that shit like, oh, but do you know what bologna's made of? Or duh, do you know what hot dogs are made of? <laughs> Who fucking cares, bro? They're delicious. Don't exactly. Sh- I don't give a shit what's in there. It's like gas prices. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it doesn't matter what the gas price is. I'm still gonna pay for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's like bologna. You don't know what's in it, but you still fucking <laughs> you still love yeah. it. Bologna's <laughs> the shit, dude. And <laughs> I just can't get rid of it, dude. It's like a staple in my childhood. God damn. I'm not surprised. <laughs> me either. No, me either. <laughs> I'm surprised. Yeah. The only thing I'm surprised about is that that wasn't your number one. Well, the only reason I didn't take it number one is because, like, I I still eat it, right? But, like, I am a lot less likely to buy it now because I can't go through a whole thing before it goes, like, bad anymore. Mm. You know? So, like, I just feel like it's not worth it. You can't sit there and eat four pieces in a sitting anymore? No. <laughs> no. God damn. Maybe, like, two. Yeah. You know, I was a kid back then. I had fun just holding it sometimes. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, metabolism, used to fuck with that metabolism shit. worked out, like, Triple the speed. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man. So I got uh, bologna sandwiches and hot dogs left. Both really disgusting ass things that are made. They're made from, you know, but they, oh, they okay. taste delicious. I, like, I, I don't care. What yeah, I was about to say, what are you talking about? Yeah, uh, yeah obviously nobody cares, but I'm just making a comment about it. Okay. So here's here's my, here's my cow tongue, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Do you eat that? We eat I've had it and I didn't care. Intestines. I don't yeah, like yeah. I don't search it out, but like no, no, if no, they yeah. give it to me, I'll eat it. No, but I mean if if you actually see the process of how hot dogs are made, like at least I know what a tongue is, you know? Some tacos. But like it looks like little like I never want to watch one of those videos again. You know what this reminds me yeah, of? It's like toothpaste like coming out of chicken nugget video. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know how chicken nuggets in McDonald's used to not be real chicken? Yeah, I guess yeah, they yeah. are now, but they used to not be. It was like pink sludge. Yeah, yeah. This fucking dude like did a video where he makes nuggets like that, cook, fries them and everything in front of little kids, right? And he's all like, so which nuggets would you prefer? Do you guys still want to eat these? And all the little kids are like, yeah, they look awesome. And like, they didn't give a shit. They no, can get just explained that they're pink sludge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, just give me my fucking nuggets, bro. Yeah, I mean, for little kids, they obviously don't judge because they don't know what the fuck's going totally on. Totally defeated the purpose of yeah. that, like the meaning he was trying to bring to that <laughs> yeah. video. Yeah, that, that video was yeah. funny. That was funny. I remember that. But yeah, man. So, um, hot dogs. I like to eat them at barbecues. Like, I've had birthday parties for my kids where like we have hot dogs and burgers. It's like a staple for kids' parties sometimes if you just want an easy meal. And it's cheap. And uh, bologna sandwiches. I like bologna. I don't know why. <laughs> like, a good bologna sandwich. And I don't really eat the fake cheese anymore. I get, like, real fucking, like, cheddar and shit. Oh, you don't buy, like, the yellow squares? Yeah. But uh, for, like, a bologna sandwich, I'll definitely break that rule. I still fuck with the yellow squares. I don't know why. <laughs> I love craft. <laughs> but, um, yeah, with some chips or something, you know, maybe you had some fucking dry-ass chips at your house have a sandwich <laughs> or even like eating a ramen with the bologna sandwich i don't know why that's fucking good i don't think i've ever done both yeah it's kind of weird like it's like soup and soup and sandwich sort of thing okay. <laughs> not put that past you though <laughs> yeah. yeah so i mean there's that part to it mm-hmm. but i don't know where you're leaning here then man what are you gonna yeah, do? yeah. So that, i don't even know where i'm leaning right now but i'm just gonna go ahead and say it i think i'm gonna get rid of the bologna sandwich and hit stick with the hot dog all right um Good choice. Yeah, I mean, 
Maybe I'm a little bit influenced by watching you play with them when we were kids and shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that shit was kind of weird. <laughs> weird. That shit was delicious. Because I remember you used to bite like holes into it, and then it'd be like a piece of cheddar cheese with holes in the shit. But <laughs> all kids do that, bro. I don't know, bro. I never. All yeah. kids do that. I don't bro. know. I don't know about that, but uh, yeah. So hot dogs are gonna stay. Uh, I don't actively go to the store and buy bologna, but I actively go to the store and buy hot dogs. And uh, overall, it's like way cheaper. For four bucks, you can feed like sixteen people. It's ridiculous. Economical. Yeah. yeah, it's just so so crazy. But even now, like, we don't get like the cheap hot dogs. We get like the more expensive hot dogs that are bigger and shit. So nah. Yeah, but I'm, I still think they're so nostalgic. And sometimes the kids don't even like that shit. So I'll get the the like bar s hot dogs. So yeah, I'm keeping hot dogs. Getting rid of bologna. Because Gerald traumatized me as a kid. All right, so quick recap. Victor, you did – what was your order? So I went um, ramen, hot dogs, and then I kept the cornflakes. Corn All right. Bologna sandwiches out. And I went hot dog, ramen, bologna sandwich, got rid of cornflakes. Sheesh. No. <laughs> Sheesh. And I, uh, so I went. Fuck you guys, bro. I went wrong. <laughs> Cornflakes, hot dog, got rid of bologna. So yeah, man. I mean, if you don't know struggle food, fuck you and your entitled childhood. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you, dude, <laughs> and your entitled ass childhood. I have one. I've got one that I wanted a special shout out because we all agreed that we ate it, but we just weren't sure if it was a our family culture thing or if this is a real struggle food for people. Fucking toast with butter and sugar, bro. Yeah. Cause. It was like eating like, like that was my donut, bro. It was like, like French hey, toast. My mom wouldn't go buy me donuts. It's like hey, French toast. Make some toast, to make bro. It, yeah. <laughs> so if your family did that, drop it in the comments. Yeah, and it was like a timing <laughs> thing too. <laughs> it was like a timing thing because the toast had to be warm enough so the butter would melt. <laughs> yeah, it had to be quick. You had to be quick with it, bro. It was the whole process too. Or if that shit like it was amazing though. Or like let's say you left it and you had to go somewhere real quick and then you came back and that bitch was cold. Fucking throw it back in there and then it'd come out burnt. I'm just saying, dude, that's, I am not going to lie, at work still, like I'll toast a piece of bread sometimes at work and I'll put sugar on it and eat it like that. Yeah, for real. <laughs> I, I'm really interested if people besides like the Mexican culture people eat that. Yeah, I don't even know if it's a Mexican culture thing. It might just be our fucking parents. Yeah, yeah. I have no, no, no idea if that's a real no, thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I've seen it like in trendy things, like when people are like, oh, remember when you used to do this? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've never seen, seen it. Yeah, that. but I, I saw people do like cinnamon instead of like sugar yeah, cinnamon, or whatever. Somebody, yeah, so, some kid, when I made it at work, was like, yeah, but we do that shit with like cinnamon. And I was like, cinnamon, cinnamon yeah, I was motherfuckers. Like, what? The cinnamon. Maybe cinnamon sugar. I was like, bro, you fucking, there's no them. way... That you could ever find cinnamon in my mom's fucking cupboard. Fuck? Ain't nobody got no fucking. You guys cinnamon even own any house. spices? She's got a shit ton of spices. Really? Yeah, she's, she's, not got, she's got shit like that. But like, what the, I've never had any Mexican meal with cinnamon in it, except for the fuck. Maybe that coffee shit. I was gonna say coffee grandpa, bro. Like, uh, what's the coffee shit that, that they make for grandpa? They used to make for grandpa. The arroz con leche. No. Yeah, those con leche, though. Oh, uh, that's the cinnamon, cinnamon fucking though. tea, bro. Yeah, the cinnamon tea, but that's it. Like, that's it. Yeah, you're on culture, bro. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> All right, but well, yeah, man, that was our one gotta go. Um, so what's been going on in the world, man? Wait, what wait, you wait, guys wait. got? I want to tell you guys about this viral-ass video I saw. Because we all played sports, right? So we all have different thoughts on this kind of thing. This guy who's a baseball coach, he's talking to, like, his little league team, Right. And he basically says to these guys, I mean, I fucking wrote it down, like, specifically. 
Oh, he said, there's two types of people in this world. There's winners and there's losers. And if your dad says that you're just here to have fun, well, I'm sorry, but he's a loser. Because he obviously wanted them to win. And it's like a, it was a pregame speech, right? So, like, he's trying to make them go out there and go for the win. Now, there's two ways we can look at it, right? Like, is he being a kind of a douchey coach for telling them just to win? Because they're also young. Because they were, like, or, probably, like, six, seven years old. Little League. So, Little League is, like, nine, right? They were, like, under ten. So nine, ten, yeah. I would say. I mean, I can't say an exact age, but definitely well, how under ten. how old's your kid, T-Ball? Uh, my kid's six. So, yeah, anywhere from seven to nine, I think, then. Okay. So, but... Then there's the other side, like, is he being, is it kind of like, yeah, maybe you, you should tell them to win because, like, everybody's got that competitive side. So I want to know how you guys feel about how the coach was acting. I think generally, like, I'm not very soft about things like this, but when the kids are that young and, like, the games aren't even, like, really that competitive, like, I feel like that's kind of a douchey thing to say to your kids, to, to say to a kid, like, a bunch of kids that you're, like, coaching, you know? Like, I feel like when once you get older into, like, probably like fifth grade middle school high school age like that's when like competitiveness is like a like an actual thing and you should be saying those types of things but i think that when like you're a younger kid like that's when you like you should grow to love whatever sport that you're playing and like have fun doing it all right all right so i got two views on this i'm gonna look at it first like in the shoes of not a father and that's funny as fuck okay like if i see some (laughs) coach and my kid's not on his team and he's telling these kids this i'm like it was funny. That's funny as hell, you know? Right. But if I'm a parent sitting next to my kid and he's telling my kid this, I'm going to punch that coach in the fucking face. Well, did you tell your I'm kid gonna to make only him have a loser. fun or were you telling your kid to be a winner? So I would tell my kid to just have fun. Okay, then yeah, he called you a loser. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm punching him in the face and making him a loser in front of all these kids. <laughs> I'd be like, see, he's not winning, kids. <laughs> he's a loser now, too. He's a loser. Damn. We're all losers. We're just here to have fun. I don't know, man. I feel like... I Okay, so if it's just in context of the video, it's hilarious as fuck that he's like oh, yeah. that. Because it's just funny because, like, <laughs> you know, at our age, you think of sports and you're like, yeah, fuck yeah, you're there to win, bro. You're not there to fucking play around. Like, you enjoy the sport. But we, we want, no, I'm talking about us. Oh, yeah. yeah. But you want to win, right? So you watch a video and you're like, yeah, I agree with this fucking dude. Yeah. But then you see the kids and you're like, oh, who knows? I don't know how old they are. But I think if they're old enough to wear the sport is being played like properly with the rules. Right. So like not T-ball, not like starting soccer where they're all bunched around the ball or even, I wouldn't even call like little kid flag football, like competitive enough. Yeah, exactly. But like, if they're like 10 and like they're playing like the rule, the game with the rules and shit, I kind of like my coach to give them more of a, let's try to win. I don't know if I would have said it the way that dude fucking said it, but so no, let's just talk based on the video though. Are you the loser parent or are you the parent telling your kid to go out there and win? It depends on how old the kid is, bro. Like I'm, I'm talking strictly definitely. about the video. In the video, the kids to me look like they're like nine years old. So what are you telling your kid on that team? If the kid's nine? Because I think they're, they look nine to me. If they're nine, they probably have the mental capacity to play the game with rules. Well, he looked right? nine to me, right? So I looked at it and I was when I saw the video and I saw the kids I, in my head, I thought like nine year old. And I was like, I think... Aside from the last part where you actually calls your parents a loser, <laughs> I wouldn't mind if a coach told you that you're there to win. I think I would rather have my coach tell them to try to I think, win. I think where he went to so far is like telling his, the kids like, your dad's a loser. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, but that's, I think that was just done for comedic flair, right? Because the parents are the ones recording. I don't know about that, man. He seemed kind of serious. Why would you give 
very impressionable kids this speech. I don't know. Maybe it's one of their rituals. Fucking teams do because you're, like that. Because you're right? in those yeah. developmental ages, you know? If somebody says, oh, you know, your dad's a loser, then my kid's going to come to my car and be like, dad, you're a loser? Yeah, but... You know? Yeah, but I don't think that, like... It it depends on when he says it and, like, it's the, also, what they're doing. Because he's pumping them up, and it also didn't seem like there was malice in his voice. It's, we don't it's know, more like a joke. So we don't know the context before or after, obviously, to this video, right? But just speaking from a parent's point of view, if my kid gets told that he's going to come back to the car and they're going to ask me, why are you a loser, dad, you know? So that's why I got to step in and kick that coach's ass. I don't know. I don't know. Watching it, it seemed it came off as a joke to me. Really? So, yeah, it was, it went it was viral, funny to no? me. It was funny to it went me. No, viral. it was funny, but yeah. he's saying that the coach and it did, sound did like it, it as a joke. That's it what sounded, I think, yeah. I mean, I don't, I, mean, know, I don't know what his intentions were for sure. It did kind of come off as a joke, and it was funny. <laughs> so. I think it so came off as a joke. joke if you say that seriously with the parents surrounding you, you'd yeah, be a fucking you're dumbass. dumbass. You're yeah. a dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Okay. Because like, unless the the coach is like a total douchebag, like, then yeah, you're getting your ass beat, bro. You call me a loser in front of my kid, but like, <laughs> if it's like a if I see it as a joke and it like translates to me as a joke. And also, just kind of from my experience being around like different sports for my kids and shit. There's some people that take it super serious. Yeah, it's true, bro. And it's also it depends on what you play, right? So, like, my little brother, he played, like, rec soccer up until he was, like, six. But, like, six years old and up, he was in competitive soccer. And, like, the parents and, like, the, the coaching and everything in there, it's a whole different fucking atmosphere than when, like, they're rec, you know? But I guess you kind of you seek that out if you're going to pay for competitive sports as a little kid, you know? Like, if you put them in the, like, the club sports and shit. That's yeah, that makes sense. That's the environment you're kind of looking for because you want your kid to like, you think your kid's tough enough to handle a little bit of criticism at that point. Yeah, so I mean, right, right on. Overall, like, if it's a joke, fine. If it's not a joke, getting your ass kicked on my end. Well, that brings me to something else, right? So why I brought that up first was because I was going to ask you guys about your personal experiences with your own coaches. Like, is there some coaches that you thought were like douchebags and why? Or are there some coaches that like really inspired you and why? Like. Cause you both played football, you like your whole lives, and I played soccer like my whole life. Of course, yeah, no, like so. For me, the way that I learned best wasn't getting yelled at like that. I mean, that stuff like pump it like pumps me up before a game or, you know, like halftime or whatever on the sidelines. If you hear that, like that type of shit, like well, you were also oh, you're the most out. elite, right? You like made all star teams, like we didn't make any fucking all star teams. Yeah, <laughs> like I was also really yeah, I was pretty good, and uh, like I said, like that stuff really pumped me up, but. If like something like that said, I would take that as like a, like a pump up adrenaline type thing. Was there a specific coach though, or like something that something that they said to you specifically where you were like, "Fuck yeah!" Like a certain moment that you remember where you were like, "That was funny" or "That was dope" or fuck "I mean, this dude, fuck that dude." Yeah, no, there was a douchey coach when I was like a freshman in high school that fucking because I had made these all star teams or whatever when I was in eighth grade, coming into freshman year in high school, was trying to knock me down a peg. I don't know what his what his deal was, but he said. You walk around here like you're hot shit, like, <laughs> <laughs> like just being, being a douchebag ass coach for whatever reason. I don't remember, but yeah, I was, I always remember that. Like, you was, look at what you did, man. Yeah, you were being a douchebag. He was just a douchebag. Walk around here like you're yeah. hot shit, like bro. you're hot shit. Like I, I am like one of the better players on this team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? What are you gonna uh, do? Bench me? Yes, and then Chinese I didn't get stuff. benched. <laughs> I, pl- I played, did really good. But, yeah, th- I remember that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think uh, 
I didn't play sports like really early on. I think we started when I was like in sixth grade. Right. Where like my kids now are starting when they're in kindergarten and shit, you know? So I didn't get like that whole experience. I don't know what it would have been like. But I can say from like when I started playing to when I ended, my high school coaches were definitely more douchier. Um, I think because there was a lot more competitiveness there and shit, you know? Um, so I think my favorite coach was definitely when I was playing city ball. Me and Victor were on the same team with two of our other friends. And uh, I don't know. The coach wasn't pushy. He really liked me. That was like when I peaked, I guess. I would well, he was the one that was giving you more freedom <laughs> too, right? Because like, I know in football specifically, oh, you're a certain size. You have to play this position. Yeah. Well, yeah. not necessarily freedom. I just worked hard, bro. Cause, like, but he let you play whatever you wanted, We'd run drills, right? right? And I'd always be like pushing myself to run the fastest or faster, you know? And that's why he gave me the ball. And he was like, yo, you know what? We're going to give you the ball. And then I became like this big one kid. Yeah, <laughs> but your size definitely had like a lot to do with that. <laughs> with being able to run the ball? Well, with yeah. being able to carry the ball. <laughs> well, yeah, because I was running fast, and then I was a bigger guy. So, obviously, oh, yeah, you it were, just makes sense. You were like a foot taller than all the other kids and weighed like so that guy 50 was just more pounds. Cool. That was mm-hmm. just a cool coach? Yeah, yeah, he was just a cool coach. And, I mean, when I got to middle school, like my coach, I went to the running backs, fullbacks. He's like, what the fuck are you doing over here? You need to be over there with the linemen, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I guess that would kind of be like my knockdown moment because I feel like if I kept being a fullback, maybe I would have gone somewhere. Maybe I would have done something because, you know, I would have kept practicing in that role. But now I was just like literally standing up and blocking people. So it's different, you know? Yeah. Underrated position, by the way, the linemen. <laughs> the linemen. <laughs> Shout out to all the linemen out there. Oh, well, for me personally, like my coaches – in soccer, so I remember specifically like in high school, my, we got a fucking coach my senior year and he was like British, right? So I was like, all right, I have a fucking British dude, right? He knows the sport of being, I was being biased as fuck because like he's from England. But um, it wasn't even so much my relationship with him, but like he had an assistant coach and somewhere, because like me and my friends, like me, my friend Johnny, um, my other friend Caesar, even though he didn't really make the team, but we were like lesser known players at our school, right? All the kids that played there were like, club kids so like the coaches knew their names beforehand and we were like off the street kids like we just showed up and like played so we had to really work our way into the fucking thing right and i remember specifically like the assistant coach came up to me and he was all like damn bro like you work way harder than all these kids do and i was like that's because if i didn't fucking try like my best the whole time you wouldn't even know my fucking name because like you know these dudes since they were like 12 years old because they've been playing like in those that arena. Yeah, the city leagues and those. Yeah, all yeah, that shit. The competitive like, Yeah, leagues. like com- fucking traveling teams. And I'm fucking playing at Casha Park with yeah. my friends against fucking refugees that you've never seen in your life. Yeah, soccer's like a, like I hate to say it, but I feel like soccer's like a a rich kid sport. In the man. U.S., it's got like a rich kid aspect to it for sure. Yeah, because I mean, you have to have You have to money. pay a lot of money to be able to play on these club teams. The and then travel. On top of it, if you have to travel, you have to pay for all that. In football, like, it's literally like, I think we paid like $30, got a jersey, and they provided the rest of the shit, you know? Like, it's just more accessible. That was a cool coach, though, right? So that's like a, like one of the cooler moments I had in coaching. Like, because at Bora High School, like, all the coaches were pretty supportive and shit. But then I've never had a bad coach, but I have seen a bad coach. And I remember it, like, making me think, this guy's a fucking asshole. And, like, so my little brother's team, they're like nine years old, maybe. Who knows? And they're, like, in a penalty shootout. It's the end of the game winner wins the tournament right and my brother's team ends up winning in a penalty shootout and the coach from the other team you can hear his ass vocally yelling like no not fair 
Like just teaching all his kids that like he's a bad sportsman. He's a bad sportsman, dude. Just a crybaby little piece of shit. And then all the kids like react like he reacts, right? Like don't shake hands, get off the field, kind of like douchebaggy for like nine year olds, bro. Damn, dude. And then like, cause you know, when you watch that, like obviously I'm rooting for my brother's team, but you're also really objective when they're little, you know, he wins, he loses either way. You're going to be like, Oh, good job. Uh, yeah, you can work course, on this. You can work on that. But that coach, I was like, dude, you're a fucking piece of shit. Like what if you would have won? Would you have like fucking ran up into the other coach's face and like, Oh, like it, I'm the winner. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what the fuck dude? Uh, that's, like I've had experiences like gross. that, just watching the sport, uh-huh. not really playing it. Yeah, there's there's something about having passion for a sport that you play, or like even that you coach. And there's a whole other thing when like you just have shitty sportsmanship like that. Like I'm not gonna pretend I've never been pissed off about a bad call. Oh, me either. But like, <laughs> but uh, people usually handle that shit with like a little more dignity, a little bit more dignity in class than fucking being no yeah. don't shake their hands get Vocal the fuck off the field yeah, yeah. Exactly. well at least if you're the coach right because if you're the coach you swallow your pride and you know you fucking yeah you <laughs> have your kids be right yeah make an example for the kids yeah 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 that's i don't know if i was that coach i would have been like hey you know we played a good game they were just better than us today no, yeah because oh, be. literally so they'd take them to do the metal thing right and they all do it together so like they're right next yeah, to each other of course and like they had the second place coach give a speech and his speech was fucking like uh, what's the word when you like the coaching could have been passive, better, no, passive aggressive. It yeah, was passive yeah. aggressive. He was throwing jabs at the other team, That's like so at funny. our team. And I was just like, dude, what, do you, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. Like these kids are, they're not even in like third grade, bro. Calm your shit. <laughs> yeah. Overall, dude, my coaches were good except for that one that I remember in middle school. Fuck you. Hmm? Well, you <laughs> said he was your freshman year. Yeah, your freshman year. Yeah, fuck you. What's his name? Just throw it out there. No, throw I'm just it out there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this local coach. Hey, fuck yeah. you, bro. Shout out to you, coach. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, that'd be so fucked up, man. That would right be, on, yeah. man. All right, we're talking about fucking sports and athletes, bro. I know you watched the Ruiz fight, so you don't have to walk me through because I have no idea what happened. Yeah, so um, I totally forgotten about it, but they messaged in our group chat. Oh, the Ruiz's fight is on. So I watched third round. Um, but I guess before the third round, Andy Ruiz got knocked down, and he got a couple of good punches. Uh, Ariola got a good, a couple good punches on Ruiz. Um, so I think the first three rounds they were won by Ariola. But then after that it was kind of weird because I watched like round, I watched till the end of the fight, right? And I think rounds four through twelve, Andy was kind of getting better and better as the rounds went on. It was weird. He was fighting more technically, but he's so quick. It's weird. For a big guy, he, like, punches quick. He can give combos. Yeah, he looks like a fucking hoss. Yeah, so he gives combos good. But that Ariola guy was still, like, taking some mean-ass punches from him. Overall, they gave the fight to Ruiz. I was hoping for a knockout, which there was the potential on both sides for a knockout. That's what everybody's always hoping for, right? Yeah, yeah. Who, right. Watch, who watches a fight and doesn't want a knockout? Yeah, yeah, because... Later rounds, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Later I want to knock out round eight or above. That's like my <laughs> exactly. con about yeah, the UFC because, like, the UFC ends in, like, round one or two when there's a knockout, you know. It, the, the knockout is awesome, but I feel like there wasn't enough meat on my right, bone, you know. T- tell us what that dude said because you said he said something hella, hella interesting at the end of his Yeah, fight. so at the end, they called the fight, like, it was something ridiculous, like 100 points to, like, 110, like, split decision, unanimous decision or whatever. I mean, um. And so the guy's really pissed, and he starts, like, talking all this shit to the judges. He's like, you know what, man? This is bullshit. They only gave me, like, three rounds. I don't think that was right. 
and then he's like, the judges can suck my dick. <laughs> yeah, and he's like on the actual I'm mic. pretty sure he pointed him out, too. He's like, yeah. you, you, you can all suck my dick. Yeah, yeah. That's was, fucking dope. See, it was crazy, man. You were telling me that, and that is fucking awesome. And even Ruiz was like, man, in the after conference or whatever. Press conference. Um, yeah, the conference after the fight, he's like, yeah, I mean, I definitely think I won the fight, but I think he won a couple more rounds than they gave him. He's like, and if he wants to run it back again, I'm more than happy to give him the fight. <clears throat> but that guy was like 40, man. <laughs> and he reminds me of like a cholo-ass uncle that I might have. <laughs> <laughs> What's yeah, because he's all tatted up and shit. And like, he's kind of taunting Ruiz a little bit. Because I think Ruiz is in like his 20s. And um, he every time a, like an early round would end, he'd like shake his head like, I'm fine, I'm fine, you know. And then as the fucking rounds progressed, it was less and less. Man. You got to play that mental game, bro. You well, got to excite I would give this fight out. Overall, like one out of ten, it was like a solid eight, man. Like they were both going back and forth. Wow. Like heavyweights are always better to watch. I just really, I just really like watching a fight where like they're going back and forth, and I don't know, man. There's something about it. I feel like a lot of the fights I've been watching lately have been like not so much like that, you know? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird, but I guess Canelo's fighting this weekend too, so we'll see that. Wow. So I think it's dope as fuck that that dude told the refs to suck his dick. Cause like, if he would have said like, "I think I won the fight," you suck my dick, you suck my dick. Then it just comes off as like you're being petty as fuck. Uh huh. But he's like, maybe I didn't win the fight, but I know I won more than three fucking rounds. Yeah, he did. Literally then say you can that. be like, "Hey, fuck you, bro. You gotta give me five. I know I had five. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he he definitely did not say that he won the fight. He was just like. I'm pretty sure I won more rounds than that. Suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> and that's so classic, dude. Suck that's, my dick is one of the best. That's so things. typical for a boxer, too, because when you think about boxing, you think about like the cockiest motherfuckers. You they know? are cocky as fuck. Dude. And, you know, that's definitely something I could see happening in like boxing. Like the dude just telling the refs or the judges to suck his dick because they mis misjudged the bat. Like, yeah, I don't know. I the think fight. there's a lot of bureaucracy in fucking boxing because sometimes you watch a fight and obviously to an untrained eye, like, there's usually like a clear winner, right? But sometimes, oh, yeah. sometimes there's like a middle line, like you're not sure, you know. But they still like lean hard to one side or one side or to the other side, you know. Well, because like, what the fuck do you judge it on, dude? Do you judge it on damage or do you judge it on hits, right? Because like, if I fucking hit Victor three times in the jaw, right, and like he is fucked up, yeah, yeah. But then the rest of the round, he's hitting me with jabs the whole time, but they're not doing shit to me. It's like who won that round, bro? <laughs> yeah, I've, ne I've never, never understood that shit because, I mean, like, what are they basing it off of? Is it, like, punches thrown and landed or, yeah, it's just fucking weird. For, for me, it's a gut thing. You know how people, a lot of people like to have arguments like, this guy can beat this guy, this guy can beat that guy on the internet, just random bullshit. It'll be like, Tom Brady can kick Aaron Rodgers' ass, just something stupid random. And for me, it's always a gut feeling, you know. I see, the, I see who they're talking about and I'll be like, my gut says this dude's kicking that dude's ass. Not because he can technically dodge better, but just because that dude's hitting him harder. Yeah, it's fucking weird, man. Yeah, because there's been fights where I'm like, that guy definitely won, you know? And then <laughs> they choose the other fighter to win, and I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, you're like, well, what am I watching? Well, I yeah, like, it. that was weird. Yeah, I've seen those fights, too. That's why you got to watch wrestling, bro. Everything in there, at least it feels real, even yeah, though it's fake. <laughs> you know what's going on. <laughs> this guy just got pinned. <laughs> he got 619. Did you just say it feels real? It, it felt hella real when I was watching it. Oh, yeah, yeah, when we were watching it, yeah. But Come then, on, man. Who's that jumping out the sky? R-E-Y, Mysterio. If that wasn't the greatest fucking song ever. 
All right, let's move on. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't you weren't, weren't fucking with Rey Mysterio? Bro? No, yeah, yeah. Are you kidding me? I, well, had, I, was actually, I had his mask. I was just talking about. I was just talking to Victor about WWE actually, because there's a show on, like, some A and E channel or something. It's called WWE Treasures, and it's basically this guy who goes to like legends' houses and buys like their, their merch from them. Oh, like their like costumes and shit. Yeah, yeah. So he just he was just at Kane's house and he oh, bought I saw his that fucking, fucking clip, dude. He bought his fucking mankind. Uh, no, not mankind. Oh, it wasn't? Man, well, Mankind is the, the other dude. McFoley. Oh, shit. Yeah, because I watched the McFoley one, too. But um, he bought, like, his red mask, you know? The fucking red and black one. I saw yeah. that. I think the he bought it for, like, right? four or $5,000, and it was all going to go to charity. It's just, like, crazy shit that nobody would ever get the chance to buy. I don't know. I thought it was cool. And, and he, I tried to go watch it, actually, but you can only watch it on Hulu Live. And he goes to their houses? Yeah, he goes to their houses. And wow. Undertaker was there with him. It was weird. It was that like, cool, dude. I'd hang out with him. That's that like a ass. nostalgia moment, right? Like, if we're going to go see wrestlers that, like, I grew up watching, yeah, yeah. I would definitely want to see, like, their old collectible. Yeah, whatever memorabilia they, they have like, in their house. Yeah, like the fucking the Mankind mask. If it was, like, McFoley, that thing is dope, bro. Oh, yeah. Or, like, even his sock. I'd be like, is that the sock you put in that dude's <laughs> mouth? Fuck yeah, it is. Or even, yeah, like, people, the original bat with, like, barbed wire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. That'd be sick. People are all about nostalgia, man, because you were talking to me about how they do those silent library things on TikTok. Yeah. The, if somebody MTV. did it, like, really well, I think those sort of things would come back, like, really well. Well, the though. fucking dudes on TikTok get, like, half a million likes on those fucking videos. Yeah, I mean, I And it's literally it. a ripoff of silent library. Yeah, I mean, Jeez. I consider it a million... <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I mean, we could do that shit, bro. We could. I could make a video right now where we rip off fucking Fear Factor, or just stick a fucking beetle in Victor's mouth. Yeah, <laughs> but stick me into make a, him, a make tank. Him drink a uh, horse horse semen. All right. Well, you were, <laughs> you were telling me about some cop that went viral locally. The fuck did that guy do? Yeah. So basically, LeBron James after the Derek Chauvin trial put out a LeBron tweet. James. He put out a tweet saying. Uh, <laughs> LeBron James. That mm-hmm. fucking meme is funny. LeBron James. I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about. LeBron James. You haven't seen that? No, no, no. The black LeBron James. <laughs> but anyways, uh, go on. He, he uh, put out a tweet after the Derek Chauvin uh, decision, and he put a picture of this guy who shot a black woman that was stabbing another black woman. Okay. He put up a picture of him, and he put, you're next. And so uh, a lot of people didn't like it. Jesus. He ended mm-hmm. up taking it down. I don't think he knew the context of exactly what happened. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. He just knew that a black woman was shot by the guy. But um, but she deserved it, right? Like that She deserved to be shot because she was stabbing another woman. Yeah, like she's in the middle of a murder. <laughs> so basically what the video is that went viral is actually a guy from Idaho. And in the video, if I remember, I don't remember if I watched it all the way through, but basically... He arrives on the scene of a of an altercation, and there's this woman like stabbing this other woman, and he's like, "Hold on, hold on, I gotta call the I gotta call LeBron real quick to see how I should handle this." <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, yeah." So she's stabbing her. Yeah, yeah. They're both African American. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what do you think I should do, LeBron? What, what, should, what should I do? And then basically, it was all a joke, right? But his message was basically, you know, he doesn't know what he's talking about. He's never been in our position. He shouldn't give an opinion on this. Went viral, got a shitload of views, and he did it in uniform. Looked like he was on the job. All this shit. Oh yeah, definitely. So then he, he was started in his police car. So then he started getting <laughs> shit about it because you know why is he on tax? Why is he on? giving his opinion about something? You know why is he on TikTok during work hours? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so his excuse was that he was on break. He's allowed a 15 minute break, and that's when he did it. Um, they ended up suspending him from the police force. 
And then all these fucking people raised two hundred thousand dollars for him after he got suspended. That's funny, dude. Yeah. That's so fucking stupid. <laughs> it is. So it's like full context. So I just wanted to make sure everybody understood everything. Which, you know, I don't think the LeBron tweet was called for, because I mean, any rightful person that's a police officer, that lady's putting somebody else's life in danger. You know, you got to take her out. I don't know how. I mean, I'm not a cop, but I mean, you have to do something about her. Yeah, like taser, restrainer, something. Okay, so yeah. What do you think about the video then? What did I think about it? I thought it was fucking terrible. Like, I'm glad they suspended his ass. Like, and I'm also shocked that people raised two hundred thousand dollars for him. That was, that was just like insane to me. <laughs> <laughs> like, why would they? Like, why would they do that? That always happens. It sounds like he's like in the. It, like he's definitely in the wrong. You for know? making the video. For making the video. Yeah. There, it wasn't a real stabbing, right? I just want to be clear, like. The, no, no, it was, like, it was all video, hypothetical. That's just a joke. It was a hypothetical joke he was making, yeah. It's a funny-ass joke. Uh, I don't know, dude. I think it's funny. I think, like, it, unless the cop, some, like, in, fuck, in two weeks, something comes out and they show me that this cop is, like, the most racist motherfucker ever, then I'm sorry. But right now, I think it's hilarious that he made that video because, like, if I was in a job like him uh-huh. and, like, all the fucking time you fuck... Anne Hathaway, Beyonce, Jay-Z are fucking tweeting all this bullshit about the things I let I do, how I have to handle myself in those situations. I'd be like, first of all, you guys don't know fucking shit about what it's like to pull up on a crime. So I'm going to make this funny-ass video. Oh, let me call LeBron. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's fucking yeah. hilarious to me. That's good satire right there, bro. I see that point of view. I just think the timing is wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the timing yeah, might the, be wrong. The timing, the, I just think the timing is wrong. The timing could be wrong because like, it's right Especially after the after trial. The, yeah, after the trial, you know, like uh, maybe maybe save that one. But that's a funny joke. That's, <laughs> maybe that's, save comedians that one for later. are funny like that, dude. Like, oh, yeah. Comedians don't give a fuck. They bring out that same, like, 9-11 happens. They make a 9-11 joke and it's like, fuck. But at the same time, you're like, that was funny, bro. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you guys haven't seen the video, right? I have not seen the video. All right, I kind of want to play here. Yeah, so that, that was basically it. And then he gets on the phone with LeBron, like, yeah, 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 he's stabbing her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's hilarious. What should dude. I do? <laughs> yeah, I guess there's a lot that goes on in my mind because I, I, I truly like. Did he get fired? Over, maybe I overthink this. No, he's on suspension right now. It's being investigated. Um, well, how do you? What do you investigate? It's so weird that it happened like here in Idaho too. How do you investigate? Well, here's kind of my thing because I, I, I kind of overlook things. I look into things too much. He's a police officer. He has a Blue Lives Matter, like, patch on his uniform. Did he? And here's kind of the thing to me that that kind of that kind of gives me a different thought. Because I do think it's funny. Yeah, it's hilarious. But the only reason that Blue Lives Matter exists is because they brought up the whole Black Lives Matter thing. Okay. So I think it was, like, a counter-argument to that. Okay. So I feel like he has some... Uh, Secondary motives? Some, some really biased, you know, like... In making this video, he's not just doing it as comedy. He's trying to send a message, a clear message, you know? Okay. And it's understandable from his point of view because I respect police officers. I know their job's hard. But I feel like, just like LeBron, when he puts something out, he has an underlying message of BLM. This guy has his message of, like, you know, blue lives do matter. I think he wins this one, though. That shit was funny. As far as, like, it being funny, yeah. But, I mean, I don't know, man. <laughs> it was funny. Like I, just, I, like I said, though, like, I think it was just bad timing. Yeah. I mean, but he also, I, I do agree with him when he says, you know, I, I was reading the comments and they were saying, you know, I think police officers should be able to stand up for themselves, you know, in these sort of situations and have some sort of rebuttal because it's not very often seen that you see a police officer actually do this, you know, 
So, I mean, I do agree on that end. I fuck with it, dude. I don't, I don't know if I fuck with, like, if he does have some weird message he's trying to give. I don't even see that in the video. Like, I'm so, like, well, yeah, cause above you just, the surface, bro. I'm just, just looking at the content. You're just looking at it like a comic yeah, book yeah. drawing because you haven't seen the video, you know? Yeah, I've actually even seen the video. It's just out of context from saying, you. Like, yeah. You just told me about it, and I was like, that's pretty fucking funny. <laughs> now, if you showed me the video, like, imagine I, you, I'm saying this, and I look at the video, the dude's fucking got a KKK hat on, and he's fucking <laughs> sitting there with a torch, and I'd be like, all right, I might be wrong. Yeah, Maybe yeah. it's not funny. Might have, it was still a little funny. But just know, when somebody says think. it, like, somebody says, like, this cop was calling, saying, hey, LeBron, as if LeBron was, like, the dispatch. That's just <laughs> fucking funny to me, dude. But yeah, I, man. I fuck with that shit hard. It's kind of funny. <laughs> um, speaking of famous people, uh, right. <laughs> Elon Musk, his company SpaceX, they just relanded uh, a ro- not a rover, but like a pod, back into the uh, Gulf of Mexico. A pod? Yeah, it like brought back it brought back four uh, astronauts from the International Space Station. I guess I'd be so scared. That'd be nuts. Dude. Wait, so wait, wait, wait. So the International Space Station now like are getting picked up by like test like okay. SpaceX pods. SpaceX yeah. pods. Yeah. So four astronauts came back, three of them from America, one of them from Japan. And, uh, yeah, they landed it into uh, the, the Gulf of Mexico. So that was pretty cool. That is dope, dude. But I think you're giving Elon Musk, like, okay, so he's making NASA look like a bunch of bitches, bro. Like, it's, like, weird, yeah, because I don't know if you guys have seen those rocket landing videos. Yeah, where he lands when, his rockets. When, like, they're coming down, and then they just, like, land perfectly. Yeah. That shit is crazy, dude. Well, it's also, That's like, so nuts. I've also seen them explode, which is crazy, too, but... They, they I mean, also said it was impossible. trial and error, yeah. Like, NASA, they had never even thought of doing that. Like, yeah, they yeah. might have thought of it, but they never put it into practice. They're talking about how, like, Elon Musk does. Joe Rogan was like, yeah, I don't think Elon's from this planet. And now, like, <laughs> I guess... I'm assuming the only reason they would do that is because, like, the pods that elon musk made are more effective than the ones nasa made i'm gonna be honest if i was a astronaut i'd be scared as shit to come down on that bitch like in a, well you have to come down on something yeah yeah that's but, true yeah that's true but like an experimental thing or like something that's been working for years i'd rather come down safely <laughs> i don't know i don't want to be the guinea pig you know i don't know if that was a first time thing but there's no way i doubt that, it that but maybe it's something the first time had. a person came down on it you it know could be could be yeah. and also i guess it's the first night t- like nighttime splash that they've brought down into the ocean since 1968 so Jesus. that's cool that's dope elon's I, always doing some crazy shit he is he's, dude he's a genius he's so smart he's a fucking genius and like innovative as fuck if we had more elon musks i think our society would be like so much like further ahead yeah because i think uh technology wise though we'd old, have like no emotions the dude's like a fucking robot putting yeah. people on on mars because this motherfucker's thinking like 10 steps ahead right yeah it's to stop extinction because every civilization goes through an extinction process you know yeah he's basically he's assured he's positive extinction's coming maybe yeah. not in our lifetime but he's positive it's coming, and he's trying to stop it before it even comes. Yeah, that was his thing with, like, global warming and shit, too. That's why he invented, like, the like the Tesla motor cars was to stop basically, like, global warming from, like, moving forward. You know, he wants to make all the cars electric and, and now make them car, stop burning fossil fuels. All cars are going fuels. electric. I don't know if you knew that. By 2026 or something? 2036 or something like didn't that. Hummer just, Hummer's coming out with their electric car this year, right? The electric like Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, it's a good step forward because we're going to run out of fossil fuel eventually. How nuts. Shit's, what happens when, like, if you live in apartments and shit, dude? How do you charge that shit? You got to run They're a basically going to have charging stations everywhere. Yeah, they have charging stations. So they so have essentially one. Essentially, the gas station will be the charging station. So basically, they'll probably, like, apartment complexes will have charging stations. 
Like all the newer ones, like the probably. Solar. No, even old ones, man. I'm sure this will be something that they can install in their like existing parking lot. And you can get like chargers installed in your house. Like they can get like. Oh yeah, well a house, yeah. But I'm, I meant like apartments or anything. Yeah, like that, well I'm man. sure that they'll probably do the same thing like an apartment. Because the know? way they're stuffing people into shit now, like you see all the new construction around here locally, yeah, like nuts. fucking four story apartment buildings. With, Complexes. Like, I mean they're nuts. nice, but fuck, so crammed, bro. Yeah. Shoving so many people into like one space, it's nuts. That's the kind of shit that's going on, dude. But that's not the craziest thing I've heard today. Because you were telling me, my boy Victor over here was telling me some guy, so he witnessed the murder of his mom, became an alcoholic. He witnessed his mom get murdered as a kid, became an alcoholic in life, and somehow cured his alcoholism with MDMA. Yeah. So I guess at the age of 12, this guy, he had a... he had heard uh, his mom being murdered by somebody that had brought her home. Was he I hiding? guess it was like a coworker. Um, no, he was faking like asleep. Oh fuck that! He, he faked that he was asleep, and like later on in life, he ended up having like traumatic memories of it when he turned like eighteen years old. And I guess like since like they've been like studying the effects of like hallucinogenic drugs and stuff. Like, I guess MDMA, like, helped him get over his alcoholism by, like, promoting, like, brain features like dopamine and, like... And what the fuck is MDMA? It's ecstasy. Oh, okay. It's what what ecstasy is. Um, And I guess, like, release a lot of dopamine, suppress, like, like, a function in your brain that makes you remember, like, traumatic experiences like that. So, like, it helped him get over his alcoholism, basically. So it like promotes like, I don't get it. So you take it and then they promote like happy thoughts to him or something. And exactly. then it just kind of like falls into that vibe. Exactly. So like it promotes happy thoughts. It shuts off the brain, the part of his brain that like remembers those traumatic experiences. So like a certain type of ecstasy. Then. So it's like, he's not doing this shit with street ecstasy, right? He's doing this with like some sort of like lab chemic, tested, lab tested, yeah, chemically tested produced yeah. ecstasy that oh, does yeah. different things. Oh yeah. And they've okay. been doing studies like this, like. A lot recently. That makes more sense because you told me and I was like, what the fuck, dude? So like if I went, like let's say I was alcoholic and I just go pick up some ecstasy from some dude, like eventually I'm just going to like get over it. Oh, yeah, dude. And they like, they're starting to use mushrooms to like cure people's like post-traumatic stress disorder from like wars and stuff. Do you think we have like a mental block on that kind of stuff? Because to be honest, I I don't really condone. Like if people want to smoke weed, sure. But like. When it comes to the other drugs, like psychedelics and cocaine and all that type of shit, I've never really seen the positive side. But, like, people argue for it, like Joe Rogan does, and certain other scientists are like, no, you can use this for this, and some psychedelics can do that and that. Oh, yeah. I've heard that, like, microdosing, like, kind of helps you see through a different lens, like, the way that life is. And, like, a lot of people come out, like, happier, like, after they, like, go through a cycle of, like, microdosing or whatever drugs yeah, I think the big negative stigma with drugs is that people overuse them and overdose on them and shit, you know? So yeah, there's a big negative connotation, right? You think drugs and you think negative. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the big negative of it is overdosing like a big part of it, you know, because you're talking about microdosing right now. And that's what Joe Rogan always talks about is microdosing. And obviously you think drugs, you think, you know, they're going to die <laughs> basically like the hardcore shit, yeah, like yeah. the other drugs. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. There's, well, there's, I mean, I, I don't really like personally. I put a blanket over all drugs. Like, I feel like any drug is bad. Even weed. Not weed is an exception, but I feel like the other drugs. Like, are they even plants? 
Like mushrooms are. Mushrooms think, are definitely think, a plant. Mushrooms but I think are. chemicals. Cocaine comes are, from a plant. I think of chemicals, but they had a bunch of chemicals to cocaine, right? I think they just had gas. They, had, I can't yes, remember. I've seen gas, no, I yeah. can't remember exactly what cocaine it is. Cocaine and shrooms are like plants, but they do like add shit to make them. But more in my potent. head, I don't see it that way because I see an actual plant when I see weed. I see like powder and shit when I see other drugs. And that makes me think automatically like it's a chemical or something, you know? Yeah, uh, you just have to see the way that it, it's yeah. made. Like, well, I think I have because I remember somebody that I watched used to went into like an actual cocaine factory and how they were making it. And I saw them adding gasoline to it. Yeah. And that's why I was like, they had all kinds fuck? of different shit to it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's fucking weird, man. It's kind of crazy. That's different, though. I think that's different than what like these the medical community uses, right? Like we're they, talking about oh, some yeah. grade A shit. They, yeah. they refine yeah. <laughs> that shit to like, ooh, it's like it's potent as fuck. Oh, they can like test like how like effective like those drugs are, I like how think, potent they are. I just think our country in general is being real stupid about drugs because not why not like privatize it or whatever and make money off of it, tax it. All drugs are just weed. Um, I mean like. Even the experimental ones that they're talking about, you know, I would do obviously not meth, shrooms. crocodile shit like that, but, uh, <laughs> bath salts, <laughs> bath yeah. salts and shit. Yeah, obviously not That'd that shit, but I mean like shit that's known like psychedelics and shit. Like they should legalize all that shit, tax it, give us healthcare. I've thought about this all, forever, bro, because I remember Colorado when they legalized because they were one of the first ones to do it. They had like a surplus of money, like thirteen million dollars, just burning a hole in their pocket. Didn't know what to do with it. And that's like on a, a smaller scale because, I mean, it's not super huge. Yeah, Places yeah. like New York and shit. And that know? happened in like the first year. Yeah, yeah. First year. That so that's that shit's nuts. crazy. That's nuts. That's that's like what can happen off of just taxing it. Yeah, I mean, put that shit back into education, healthcare. Fuck, dude, Infrastructure. I, like, yeah, I feel like it would streets. just make the world. <laughs> <away. laughs> the infrastructure of the country. People would be happier. Infrastructure of like your like state or whatever. What yeah. do you guys What do you guys think about like the organ, the organ thing? I guess. Oh, were they, uh, they decriminalized? Decriminalized everything? everything. We talked about this once before, but like, I, I'm cool with it. Like, I think if they decriminalize, like, it'll help keep people out of jail. And like, I'm more on the like, help people get through it than punish them for it. You know, yeah, I don't put them course. in some sort of facilities or some sort of re- whatever. They got to figure out a real way to rehabilitate people. Cause like whatever jail, the fuck like, we do nowadays doesn't work. No, throwing them in jail just doesn't do it. Yeah. But, fucking jail. But it's also like it? a will thing because get this bro. You can tell somebody, Hey, you know, I'm going to take your meth right now. You're free <laughs> to go. Here's the number to a facility. If you want to go get help. I feel like it's just going to be a cycle, you know, because they just keep coming back. I think they take them to those places. Those sort of people have to be like forced to go. So, I mean, it's maybe instead of going to jail, you take them to these rehab places. Cause I mean, in jail, they get clean obviously because they can't, because they can't have drugs. I read this thing though, that like, as soon as they like pass that law, like a couple months later, like the overdose rate, like shot down, like a lot. Well, it kind of makes sense. Sharply. Like it does make sense. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's because I thought wasn't the whole point. I don't know if it was Portland or whatever, but maybe it might have been Seattle. But there was a certain city, right, that they made it so like if you were going to take drugs, there were certain places you could go and do them there. Oh, like most gas station bathrooms, I heard. No, what I'm talking about. Like, no, no, a, no like he's real, talking about facilities. Like no, a facility. No. Oh, like, like a facility. You, you could oh, go okay. in with your drugs and they would test, well, here's the test and rehab, give you your bro. drugs and they wouldn't call the cops on you. If you're hardcore oh, yeah, yeah. addicted to meth or something, you can't just stop that shit. You have to like 
dosed down. Yeah. So basically at these places, what they're doing is they're giving them like smaller and smaller doses every day until they're completely off of it. Yeah, like weaning because them off. It, because I guess it can shock your body too and you can die. Yeah, you can oh, die yeah. going cold yeah. turkey, bro. The freaking, I don't know if you guys listen to the Joe Rogan with Demi Lovato on it, but that's like what fucking she... Fucking Demi Lovato. That's what she talked about, they though. They talked about... Uh, she talked about that. Yeah, how they were giving her shit. How they were giving her shit, yeah. And I guess that's how Amy Winehouse died, because she like stopped doing it. Cold like, turkey, bro. Yeah, I had a fucking... Yeah. You remember the commercials? The fucking meth commercials? Not even once. Some of them were so <laughs> fucking creepy, dude. I remember one specifically where I was like, why the fuck is this a commercial? Like, the the guy... Not the guy. It's like a redheaded girl, right? She's in the shower. And they're obviously only show like her head and shit, but she's like putting shampoo in her hair and she turns around and there she is. Like it's her again, but as if she was addicted to meth. Like sitting in the shower, like on the ground and like yeah, the fetal position in the that. shower, like fucking shivering and freaking I've out. And that. I remember watching that one and I was all like, damn, this is a good scare tactic. Well, they're right they're trying to be really impactful, bro. Creepy video. Dude. I got a, I got a funny story. Those things story. were scary as shit. So, um, there used to be this, uh, first lady, like the governor's wife or whatever. Okay. Her name was like Lori Otter, and she came to our school, and they were talking about meth, and not well, not even once. So they put up this picture of this lady like all methed out. Everybody laughed. Okay. We made news because you all she laughed? was pissed, dude. She was so pissed that everybody laughed. Like, no, 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 that's not funny. <laughs> you know, she was telling everybody, and then yeah, I made news, and she did like a whole interview on like how disrespectful the school was and all this shit. It was crazy. Damn, you guys at school did that <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah. I think it was when he was in it. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, yeah, he no. was there too. Like, uh, I, was there. I don't think I was there yet. I don't think I was there yet. Yeah, he was there. But yeah, Damn. it was fucked up. <laughs> That's, That's so pretty funny. I mean, I don't know if I'd laugh at just a random picture of somebody all stupid looking. Well, I think it was like progressing, and then one of the pictures she had like. She just looked so ridiculous. Yeah. There's probably no teeth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, no teeth and shit. And I just remember the commercials, and I was just like, fuck these, dude. Like, I mean, they were kind of extreme. They were like I even the we- even They're the weed to scare ones. You, but it was like whoa. Those yeah. commercials used to be cool though. I liked them. Like even like the commercials with like Yogi Bear and shit. Where it was like only you can prevent forest fires. Oh, that's not Yogi Bear, was it? It was the other bear. Not, not no, Yogi Bear. Good, yeah, but the, bear. the fire bear. It's or the national bear, dude. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Smokey the bear, Those right? Smokey the bear. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I remember his name. The marijuana ones were super like over the top too. Well, yeah. Like, what happened to her? Oh, she smoked pot, and she's over there like a flat person on the, <laughs> on, the, she does, on the couch. Like, oh yeah, she smoked pot one time, and now she's all fucking flat, Stanley'd on the couch. I remember those dudes. Like, she'd be like with all her friends, and they'd be like, just try it, and then she'd try, it, and then it cuts to her fucking like drugged out with like, yeah. needles in her arm. <laughs> Some of those were kind of funny. I like how we're laughing about drug abuse. Well, God damn it. Uh, it's you funny to people marijuana. who don't succumb, bro. No, it's just funny shit because, uh, you know, shit that we weren't aware of. Like, there wasn't enough studies to make those claims, but obviously they were making them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Fucking yeah. bunch of bullshit sometimes. Like. It's weird. I don't know. You, you kind of, your eyes kind of get open, especially if you listen to fucking Joe Rogan, because he's always got all these drug professionals on there, and they're like so open. They're like, yeah, you know, fucking. He even did said some he would cocaine do, earlier yeah, today. You, with you, he even said he you would do, do coke with some chemist on there. Oh, there was this dude that on there that said that he did. He gave a TED talk while on. I think it was heroin. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, he said that like it gave him like such a like a, a like such focus and like such a good feeling that he gave his TED talk on heroin. <laughs> yeah, it's weird how much like drugs and alcohol are around that show too. Because even just recently, he was talking about how he made a comment about the vaccine and about Fauci and shit. 
So then Fauci actually responded. So then he had a response to Fauci's response, right? And he's like, I was probably fucking drunk, man. I'm a fucking moron. <laughs> I love that fucking dude. <laughs> I don't dude. even agree with myself sometimes. You I fucking know? love yeah. that dude. And he's like a he's a comedian too, so like you can't really like on some shit you can't really take him seriously about like shit that he says. It's kind of funny. Yeah, but he's really like he's a cool Ben Shapiro because he's really articulate and like he's smart about what he's talking about. He's a know? cool Ben Shapiro. Yeah, yeah, because like you guys know who Ben Shapiro is, right? <laughs> yeah, but oh, yeah. Ben, it's just hard for me to picture a cool Ben Shapiro. Yeah, ben me Shapiro too. Is like well, I'm just relating it to his intelligence, you know, because Joe Rogan's like really smart. He knows how to talk to people. I feel like that's a really big skill, you know, to be able to talk to people. Oh, yeah. And he does it amazing. Yeah, I'm fangirling over yeah. Joe Rogan. Sorry. <laughs> Drooling over him and shit. Want to rub, <laughs> rub his balls well, head. Because uh, Matty Matheson, he was like, yeah, I just pictured coming in here, doing the interview, and rubbing Joe Joe Rogan's nipples. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? You guys didn't see that? No, no I didn't see like that one yet. Yeah, that was funny that as fuck. That's funny, though. All right, well, let's move on to the hypothetical, bro. All right, let's do so it. So every episode we have a hypothetical moment. It's a hypothetical question, just fucking meant to be funny, meant to make us think, mean you know, change our perspectives and shit. So this episode, the question is, what species would you pick for extinction? So you can make any species you <laughs> wow. want extinct. Complete power. That's fucked up. Okay. Who's going first? I'll go first. Okay. All right. So if I could pick a species to go extinct, it's easy as fuck for me to pick. And this is just because I fucking hate them. Mosquitoes. Fuck you, mosquitoes. Fuck everything about you, mosquitoes. I don't understand why the fuck you're in my life. Every time I'm outside in the summer, I get bit by fucking mosquitoes. And I'm not the kind of person who doesn't scratch the bite. God damn it. So they last way longer, and it pisses me off. Yeah, I kind of see where you're going with this. I mean, well, you can pick whatever you want. Though. They're definitely a nuisance, but like, I don't. I wouldn't say that I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> they're definitely a nuisance. They spread disease like fucking wildfires, like some malaria or some shit. Some, some I fucking don't I don't know, like West Nile, West Nile and shit. Yeah. So what are you thinking then? What, you all, got right, some so, thoughts? All, right, all right, so shit. I guess if I'm gonna go with mine, I'm gonna do uh, like hornets. <laughs> like I hate hornets. Bees, like bees, a hornet? like hornets, like bees. Yeah, we're not talking honeybees. But then we're not talking. We're not talking honeys. No, like, he's I'm talking about. Hornets, I'm talking about different. hornets. What's the difference? The difference is one of them. The hornets are the orange ones. Right? The difference is one of them can sting you. Hornets, mm-hmm. like they're the bigger ones. Hornets are like you, and then uh, and honeybees are like us, man. You know, they're big and fluffy, and like you, hornets are like small and like. Slender, you know, it's weird. That doesn't make any fucking sense. No, bro. it makes 100%. You're comparing <laughs> me to a I fucking hornet, bro? Well, if you knew what they were, you'd Yeah, guess. you're, you're <laughs> confused about what they are, so I'm you don't saying, understand. I'm just saying, so you're saying that you guys honeybees. provide honey to the world, and all I do is sting people honey like an asshole. Honeybees are stinging <laughs> That's not all they do. Honeybees also ferment other plants by moving from plant to plant. All right, fucking biologist ass. <laughs> so they don't even ferment, dude. They fucking pollinate. pollinate. The pollinate. There you go. <laughs> like the pollinate. Ferment. There you go. This motherfucker's got they alcohol. alcohol. <laughs> That's what you guys get for uh, letting me drink. <laughs> All right, so beat. So you going with hornets? I'm going with hornets because like you got a bad experience with a hornet. Yeah, hell yeah, I have many bad experiences with hornets. <sighs> I would never fuck with a hornet's nest. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like during the summer, whenever I'm out doing something. I'm always swatting at those motherfuckers because like I feel like you're more of a danger to yourself than a hornet. I mean, no, I hate hornets. Jumped bro. into shallow water before. I feel like hornets have a, like an agenda to sting me, but honeybees are just none oh, of their business. I remember this one story specifically. Of I was uh, I was at a uh, 
I was in a pool in California. Yeah, from a hornet. <laughs> okay. I was in this pool in California, right? Okay. And I'm swimming in there, and I see a fucking hornet in the water. Like, it looks dead. It's not moving. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to fucking scoop this bitch out because I don't want it to, like, you know, possibly sting me with its stinger. I fucking go and move it with my hands. <laughs> Motherfucker stings me in the pinky. <laughs> like, still alive? Still alive, yeah. Stings me in the pinky. I killed that motherfucker right away, obviously. But I get that. I don't my, think I've ever seen a hornet's nest. Dude. My pinky doubled in size. I don't think I've ever seen a hornet's nest, but I've definitely seen like a bee's nest. But I was also boss of the wall as a kid. Like, get a fucking can of axe and some like a lighter, and I would fucking burn a bee's nest. I'd be like, ah, yeah, yeah. And, or like just axe, cause like it would confuse them. They wouldn't like attack you. You could so you could like spray them, literally <laughs> like in your hand, like right next to the hive, and they wouldn't sting you, cause the axe would like. Make them fly away. Damn, dude. You're one of those little kids. So I used to do shit like that. You're so, you, mo- so you're going hornet. Kind of reminds me of like the little basketball kid that got like the basketball thrown at his head. And he would go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a little crazy ass looking kid. And then I went mosquito. Well, what are you thinking? Pablo, what do you got? So um, I was kind of looking into this because like I have I have a thought in mind, right? All right. Uh, you guys are really good because both of those bitches bother me the fuck. <laughs> yeah, okay. Like, I hate them. Um, so I guess mosquitoes play an important part in the ecosystem. So, Fuck I mean, while I don't dude. want them, they play an important part. And uh, hornets do as well. I looked into it. Yeah, what's well, true? Like, like all hornets, too. Shit, right? yeah. Butterfly but effect, dude. I looked into it as well. And flies. I got oh, rid of flies. flies, dude. Fuck flies, dude. Like, while they don't pose any threat to me, I feel so disgusting seeing a fly. <laughs> like, they go sit on shit, and then they come into your house and sit <laughs> on your sandwich. And... Most of the times, you're probably still going to eat that motherfucking sandwich after you shoot that fly away. You're not going to throw it away. True. But my ass throws it away. What? Then how the fuck do you ever have a barbecue? Um. So, like, I try not to think about it when I have barbecues. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, I didn't land on here. You know, I tell myself that. But they just bug the shit out of me. Like, anytime, like, they chill around your garbage can usually because it stinks there. Um, if there's a barbecue, they'll get on, like, all your fucking food. It's disgusting. Um, I don't know how those motherfuckers find their way into my house, but they do. <laughs> like, I don't fucking get it. Like, all the windows are closed. Like, they're just walking in with me, piggybacking when I'm know, coming dude. in. I, I, don't feel like, I don't get it either. I feel like flies, dude. Like, at the end of, like, the summer, they just park themselves at the top of your cabinet where you can't see them. <laughs> That's and they what just I was go to just sleep. about to say. Gross. They go to That's sleep, and then they wake up. That's what I was just about up. to say. <laughs> this is going to be gross, too, but, like, they lay eggs, and they turn into, like, this larva, and it's fucking disgusting. Yeah, there's a probably good odds they that... They did that shit in our trash can? Oh, my God. Dude, there's probably good odds that flies are oh, bored God. in like, I almost gagged right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so <laughs> disgusting. That's gross. So I, I would like get how... rid of flies, and looking into this, like, they play no integral part in the world <laughs> the ecosystem. In the ecosystem or yeah, society fly, um, fuck a fly what what hornets do is like they pollinate so that's a big thing yeah we and still have honeybees mosquitoes are good food for like fish birds all this shit i guess fuck all those things so um, <laughs> so yeah I'm, re- I'm really thoughtful here and i'm getting rid of flies fuck flies they freak me out um, I don't know their fucking purpose besides being little motherfuckers so, so we yeah. all went with an that's insect yeah well okay well I want to pose it again same question you can't make any species extinct, but this time give me something like funny, you know, because we obviously all went for like the something annoying as fuck in our world. But like, what do you think would be a cool or funny thing to be extinct? And then like, how uh, would change? Shit? I don't think it's funny to extinct anything, to be honest. Why not? bro? Maybe like a cat, <laughs> like like if cats went extinct, Damn. you know, I probably wouldn't give a shit. You could live without cats. I That's could live without cats. Up, I had a really bad experience with a cat you when got, I was younger. You got cat <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not, you know, 
so when I was younger in middle school, probably, I think I remember coming out of my room, uh, and this, like this cat that we had was just a little fucking asshole cat. Like, <laughs> I never got along with the cat, but he was just a little shit. So I was walking through our, you know, maybe our, you were the asshole. Maybe I was the <laughs> asshole. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. It was, so I was walking through this hallway at night. I had just woken up probably. And, uh, it was dark. couldn't see anything. Just kind of walking my way through the hallway out of nowhere. My fucking cat comes up and just claws the shit out of my foot as I'm walking. And like, intruder, dude, we trained that bitch. I was fucking, I was, (laughs) I was fucking, I was pissed. (laughs) I fucking, you know, I hate to say it, but I, I did kick that motherfucker. Like kicked it to the side, you know? Off right, the record, right. he abused animals. I don't <laughs> abuse animals. <laughs> so you go, so you'd go with cats. You get just, rid of all cats. Yeah, cats. They're fucking. Useless. I'm getting rid of snakes, motherfuckers. Yeah, that's easy. All right. They they bug the shit out of me. Like I used to landscape with my dad, and like seeing one of those motherfuckers come out of a bush or something, it was just freaky. I hate the way they move. Yeah, I mean, I could live without snakes and having to worry about snakes coming out on me, out on me. You know. Oh, all right. That's dope. For me, camels. That's just fucking. <laughs> <laughs> because, you chose, you chose okay. violence today. So, so I choose camels because <laughs> I just think it'd be funny as fuck if like everybody in like the Middle East didn't have camels anymore. This <laughs> <laughs> is like their main form of travel. I don't know. No, it's not. Like they're in Africa, like desert, desert areas, you know, where camels are like at. I just think it'd be funny, you know, because it's like their horse, you know, like it's yeah. like uh, well, now they're gonna die out in the desert. <laughs> It's not about <laughs> what, would they, what would go on the cigarette box? It's just a stupid looking animal, bro. It's got like a hump. Fuck no. There's a camel that lives by our house. My kids love that shit, dude. Okay, well, I think it looks stupid. Nah, you've never seen a camel. That's why. In real life, I've never seen one like You're an asshole, dude. In person. The Middle Eastern horse. Yeah, that's fucked mm-hmm. up. But I've like seen camels on like TV. You're getting rid of the Middle Eastern horse. like he's I don't dead. know, dude. It's just like, okay, so like snakes, <laughs> I get. Yeah, they're fucking weird, right? What'd you say again? Cats, cats, I also get. Like, I, I get cats because, like, they can be dicks, bro. And camels, nobody cats gets. Fucking dicks. But, like, a camel is, like, doesn't affect me personally, you know? I don't that's mind like, cats. That's like taking, like, the snow dogs away from the fucking Eskimos. That would have been a good pick, dude. I would have gave you that <laughs> shit. That's funny as fuck, dude. <laughs> no, that's fucked up. You just have to choose violence, it sounds like. <laughs> well, I said something funny, and I think camels would be funny, bro. He woke up today and was like, I want to be a real asshole. Yeah, it'd be funny. You're, it would be funny to cripple the Middle East a little a bit more. <laughs> a little bit more. He's definitely a hornet. <laughs> just being an asshole. Yeah, so, so I'm going with camel as, like, my funny species to get rid of. I almost picked kangaroo because, like, I'm so sick of, like, Kangaroos can kick anybody's ass, you know. They can box. It's like, come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Put Gerald up against against the kangaroo. I guess we'll find out. Yeah, I don't think Gerald could even take a flamingo. They don't really. How big? How big, how big does a kangaroo grow? They're not that big. Oh. They have so much power in their legs. It's not funny, dude. Jamie, what do you got? I'll put that shit in a headlock, bro. <laughs> yeah. Take that kangaroo out, jujitsu style. Would you say how how big are they? How big can they? Yeah, grow? how big is a kangaroo? Three feet. No, no, fuck no. no. They, like, grow up to six feet. I don't know if they grow up that big. I've only ever seen small ones in, like, a show, so I've never, I don't know how big they actually get. I've never seen Kangaroo Jack, though, no? That mm-hmm. shit's a fucking fake kangaroo, <laughs> bro. Yeah, so kangaroos can be up to 100 pounds or more, and they can grow up to, in length, 9.2 feet. So what's that, like, head to tail? Yeah. So what's that standing? That's probably, like, six foot. But probably. when they stand, they stand on their tail, bro. So like, it Do they stand on their tail? Yeah. When they're fighting and shit, they, they lean back on their tail and they fucking... I don't know if that's true. I've never fucking seen them fight. Uh, I just, I'm just i just sick of that whole, like, 
kangaroos can box I think a kangaroo could probably beat your ass. It's a large ass. male who be six foot seven tall and weigh two hundred pounds. Damn, that's huge. It's yeah, pretty big. Yeah, up. you'd get All fucked right. up by that fucking. All right, kangaroo. but I'm still saying camels. I'd get. Camels At least it'd be an even fight between like me and a kangaroo. <laughs> you know. True. Yeah, you'd have to fight like, a, what are those koalas? <laughs> Koala? <laughs> For it to be an even fight. I don't know. A koala, would, a koala would fuck you up, bro. A koala? If a koala got a hold of like your face, you're getting fucking Well, destroyed. it's not getting near my face. Like, I don't <laughs> know, bro. They're pretty agile. <laughs> it's though. like a raccoon. You just fucking kick that bitch. Punt him his ass. Pretty sure my wingspan's probably like seven feet. So. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Koalas are vicious, bro. Yeah, well, yeah, man. You really woke up today and thought, I'm going to be an asshole. All I said was, what animal would you extinct, bro? You pick snakes. The snakes fucking, are very you're the hornet useful like to the <laughs> ecosystem. But <laughs> nobody rides them to survive in fucking extreme heat. You're the hornet yeah, of like fucking, human civilization. But yeah. snakes are cool as fuck. He fucking got rid of cats. That's like the second most popular household animal. But I, you, you know, just I, ruined millions of kids' lives. If I lived in lives. the Middle East and I, he got rid of cats, Get I a dog. Care. Grow up. <laughs> nobody well, you, would really but care. But you live in America and I got rid of camels, so you don't I care. I know our sister would care, yeah. I don't know. I'm just thinking about. You should get a dog. <laughs> but yeah, man, I think that's gonna conclude the episode. Yeah, that wraps it up. Uh, don't forget, we still got the Etsy store up. I don't know how much longer I'm gonna keep it up because we're right. gonna release a fall, fall. Uh, Are we? Lineup. Yeah, I'm gonna release oh, yeah. sweaters, hoodies, and. Did we're in fucking May? Yeah, in the fall. That's like four months. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> keep a lookout. Yeah. <laughs> Be on the lookout for that. Etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash. The Uneducated Duo. Facebook, Instagram. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. TikTok. TikTok. And uh, I guess we're on Pandora now. Yeah. Well, not yet. No, yeah. We got the accepted email? Yeah, I got the email. Nice. It said accepted? Yeah, I didn't even know that you were doing that. I applied to it. The yeah. other guy saw somebody say, hey, you can get on Pandora. And you know how Pandora cycles in episodes? So we can randomly hit a playlist. So I was like, smart as fuck. So, I, got, so I fucking signed up. Yeah, so we're on Pandora now. Uh, all regular platforms, Apple Podcast, uh, Spotify is our main main source there. So, thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. Peace. Peace.